Ooh, I love it when the plan comes together. All right, guys, you are now rocking with the On The Block podcast. I'm Khalif, that's Steve, we're the Crypto Brothers. Like I said, don't go anywhere, you're in the right place for the biggest news of the week in crypto. This is the On The Block podcast, where we break down the intricate world of crypto for the everyday people on the block. And before we jump in right now, I'd like to say, if you could hit that little like button, it would do a lot for the channel. It'd give me a lot of inspiration. It'd give Steve a lot of uh, energy to keep resourcing and researching these stories that he brings to us every week for free, each and every week, giving you crypto knowledge. So if you could hit that like and subscribe, it'd do a lot for the channel. We're going to jump right in. Steve got a hard stop today, so we're going to skate through the um, metaverse pretty quick. How you doing over there, Steve? Good, man. A little tired. Got, just got back from your hometown, Jersey. Jersey. Dirty Jersey. Partying. Yeah. You can say that. Went and saw the move. Went to uh, the movies. Saw Black Panther. Star of Wakanda. Saw my the man, Bubba. saw my man. What's my man that was flying the plane? Um, the, the, the fighter pilot. Uh, get the name of the movie. Good movie, though. Oh, uh, Top Gun. He was in Top Gun. No, 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 not Top Gun. Um, uh, this is based on the true story. Oh, Tuskegee. Yeah, no. it's not Tuskegee, but um, damn, I know what you're talking about, but okay, he was in it. I missed him. What was he playing? Uh, I tell you, I tell you why you why we why we getting set up. But I, all right, I got to give the movie its credit because it was it was a <laughs> movie. But yeah, we went to the movies. Yeah, you know how we do, just, uh-huh. just regular stuff, man. Just just our regular dagger. I saw the I saw the family pictures looking good. Crypto family in the house. Um, we're gonna jump into. Ye old uh, introductory things that we do each and every week here on the block. Um, I like to share my screen if that's all right with you. Why? Because I ain't greedy. Let's do it with Safari. What do you see, Steve? Uh, Instagram. Yes. That's exactly what I wanted you to see. See, you know, you putting one on over me. So, you know, I love Beeble, man. My boy Beeble's. And uh, he's always coming up with some interesting images. And this one was interesting. This was kind of a little bit um, off what he usually does. Uh, let me zoom in a little bit so you could kind of see. What's going on here? Campbell soup inside of a, a decaying home. And what I see it as is uh, the decaying of the American dream. It's not what it used to be. At least that's what my interpretation. What do you what do you see when you look at this? I'm sure I'm processing. So little thing, the little, the little circle going. That's what I'm seeing. So for that's the, I don't know what to make of that. So I, I for the next context, the it says the next block. That's the title of it. Right. The next block could be the next block on the block. Kind of appropriate, right? Like we, the block is corroding. Oh, we got a soup soup cans left. Right? That could be one interpretation. Another cool one. I thought this was cool. This was uh he called this one Twitter 2092. Yeah. Kind of um uh dystopian view. Looks like t- Twitter birds all over. They're probably sentinels making sure you don't mess up. <laughs> Get out of line. Oh, look at down here. We have the this is us down here. 
for people. Well, we got spacesuits on. Is this Mars? That, that gotta be the moon, man. This, yeah, did he get us to Mars? What's going on here? <laughs> well, if it's Elon, if Elon still owns Twitter, then maybe so. He might have got us to Mars. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, let's jump right into the markets. We got Bitcoin, big big daddy Bitcoin holding strong at 16,218. Some might not say holding strong, but look, over the week, we're, on, we're up 0.75 after that collapse from uh, FTX. Was it, the, was it FTX that brought us down here? Um... We're gonna get to that. The honorable mention. There's a there's a theory, man. There's a theory that got floated out last week. It's in the honorable mention. You okay. know how we do on the block. On All the right. block. I don't know. Okay. I don't I I the boys, the boys over there, bankless boys came up with a theory, man, with some facts. So okay. um maybe. Could be. But maybe. I'll tell you so what. It's intertwined. It's it's intertwined between uh, Alameda, Three Arrows Capital. Mm. Um, but we'll get to it, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think okay. so, though. I think I think so. I think so. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I'd say after being uh, punched in the face, Bitcoin was by one of the biggest uh, collapses and scandals since Mount Dox, <laughs> uh, going back like maybe almost ten years ago. Um, it's pretty vigilant, pretty, uh, it's holding pretty strong in my book. We my got brother, Ethereum. My brother, my brother, we still at 16. We still yeah. at 16, my brother. My brother. I want to remind everybody, we still at 16. It, it's, it's not 1,016, it's 16,000. Correct, it's not, it ain't 1,600. Right. right. It's not 1,600, it's 16,000. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's still, you know, for, for a lot of people, that's not cheap. But okay. tax is uh-huh. still in, in the in the game. Keep on uh-huh. satting up, people. I got Good you. Time to sat up. I got you. And um so we got Ethereum at $1,171. Still holding strong. It's four percent up on the week. We have BNB of 14%. BNB up 14% on the week. Probably because it took a little tumble after the uh, intertwining with um, FTX and all that stuff. But that was just that, you know, just like Steve said, that's that's neither here nor there. But um, at 295 for BNB, we have uh, XRP at number seven. Holding strong at 38 cents, up 8% on a week. Dogecoin at 9 cents, it's up 24% on a week. I don't know why that is. Maybe Steve can enlighten us with his favorite coin. I don't um, know look, they got Cardano. They're urging you to buy some Cardano right now and some XRP. <laughs> when they start doing that? I don't know, but you know, Binance owns uh, CoinMarketCap. They bought CoinMarketCap. So yeah. ask uh, CZ. So we got Cardano holding strong, uh, only down 4% on the week at 30 cents. And we have Matic Polygon rounding out the top 10. 4% down at 82 cents on the week. Polka dot look from the outside looking in. Can I get inside, guys? Can I get inside? I don't think so. Not just yet, young man. Um, I'd like to take this second one minute to remind you guys that Steve puts together every week a dynamite um, newsletter for everybody to just briefly get quickly updated. You can read it. It's blurbs about the top stories of the week or you can listen to it. We actually put this podcast right smack dab on it. So you could just hit play while you're driving along to your to your job or wherever you're going running on a treadmill and uh, listen to the the weekly top stories, uh, crypto top stories of the week. Don't forget to uh, subscribe to this um, while it's free. We don't know how long Steve's going to be so generous, honestly, with his time and his life energy. Before we jump into uh, the stories, we always like to look at the market uh, Ethereum versus Bitcoin. How is Ethereum performing against Bitcoin? We don't talk about that U.S. trash dollar up in here unless it's uh 
unless we have to. Um, this is kind of looking at the world in a different way. Um, usually people price things against the US dollar. And we know that the dollar is not going anywhere anytime soon, but we know that the dollar is basically Fugazi coin. It's a Ponzi coin and it's inflation coin. And uh, you save your money and dollars, you're losing two to three percent, uh, some say 10 percent annually. And you compound that year over year. You're losing a lot of you, you're, you're losing a lot of pennies. Um, so we like to be future forward and have a new paradigm and look at a hard asset against a harder asset, the hardest being Bitcoin. Uh, I, I do believe, Steve, you really like, you still like Ethereum a lot, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I, that ain't that ain't gonna change. Ethereum, if I could only buy two coins, these would be the two coins I'd buy. Mm-hmm, if you could buy one? Uh, Bitcoin, man. <laughs> I got always gotta bring them back. I'm dipping my toe in the maxi camp, Steve. I, I can't help it. I'm gonna let you guys, you guys need to listen to Jeff Booth. He has a book called The Price of Tomorrow. And one of the core uh, principles of it is the deflationary aspect of technology. And of course, um, the people don't look at it, but a currency is a form of technology. We use it to convey value to each other around the world. It's just a, it's an advance of the human experience. It's a technology that we created so that we don't have to carry around big bricks of gold. Um, and Bitcoin is the extension or evolution of that, in my opinion, and, and in Jeff's opinion, too. But he just had a podcast uh, with my man, What Bitcoin Did podcast. Really good podcast Yeah, uh, with Jeff. I forget his name right now, but um, Jeff Booth uh, is so eloquent and so underhyped. You know, Max Kaiser, he's all hype. Bah, 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 bah. I still love Max, but he's a hype. He's all hype and um, he's a character. But Jeff so calmly explains why Bitcoin, right? Because you and I, we know we're talking about Bitcoin to our family and our friends. And they're like, yeah, yeah, it sounds good. But, you know, we still need the dollar. These things are still in place. You know, it's not accepted everywhere. Right. But it's it's like one of his his things is like people ask him why bitcoin and he he comes back and he says well what's the alternative because if we're sticking with this system that's you know inflationary like we said and it's corrupt and it's based on debt and you know to keep it going we have to steal from people because that's what inflation is it's a silent tax it's like you know i'm stealing two percent of everything in your house whole value every year and then once that compounds to ten five percent six percent ten percent you're going to start noticing like wait some of my stuff is missing here i can't buy all you know my fridge ain't full like it used to be i know you feel that over there we here now yeah the fridge ain't full like it used to be the gas tank ain't full like it used to be but um so with that, um, just the overall looking is like, well, stay with this system is pretty much despair. It, and Bitcoin is hope. You know, Bitcoin is a hope of a new system. So like, what are the two alternatives, you know? And, and, and Bitcoin is not a panacea. It's not um, a, a silver bullet. It, you can't say it's going to fix everything, but... He breaks it down in such a beautiful way. I'll put the link in the description. I don't want to belabor the point because Steve has to get out of here. He has a hard stop. We're going to keep it moving. I also like to take this time to remind you um, to hit that like and subscribe because we do put uh, shorts out during the week that you can only get here on YouTube. Uh, so if you want to see the shorts that Steve and I puts out uh, in between every Monday the where we drop the podcast which is today um don't forget to like and subscribe and make sure you click that little bell to check us out also on the twitter bird right there you know we're on the block pod underscore so we're going to jump right into the stories of the week 
starting with the honorable mentions. Uh, here we go. So we have what we have here is Genesis and DCG meltdown. What what's this all about? Digital currency group. I see. Yes, yes, sir. The uh, the the the, the bankless boys um, put it down, man. I'm 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 putting it. It it, it could be a show onto itself because it's definitely something that could be debated. Mm-hmm. But DCG, Genesis, mm-hmm. FTX, Three Arrows Capital. Mm-hmm. Luna, you asked a good question. Was this caused? Was all this caused by FTX meltdown? Mm-hmm. Um, they put together a nice, almost two hour, and it had they bring up they bring up documentation. They bring up um, the understanding that uh, DCG owns um, what's the name of the 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 the, the G, GBTC uh, Grayscale. They're part of grayscale. So, th- so these dudes the are arbitraging. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. The contagion might, uh, you know, spread to grayscale. Oh, it's 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 a reality because what what was happening was Genesis is a um, is just like uh, Alameda. Mm-hmm. These guys go out and they they take chances with other people's money. Mm-hmm. Um, but DCG is they were they were they were liking it to the how they were liking it to uh um what's the name of the show that we all love? Uh Game of Thrones, mm. the House of DCG, the House of Genesis, the House mm-hmm. of But the idea was the bull market in 2021, a mm-hmm. giant Ponzi mm. based on what these guys pulled to the table. Mm-hmm. Ain't to admit it, but it sure looks like. Wow. So ICOs, ICOs on the first go round mm-hmm. were was the downfall of the market. What these guys were doing, and again, I'll say it's centralized, opaque, because we couldn't get the arbitrage between GBTC and BTC. So basically, what they were doing was they were borrowing Bitcoin. Mm-hmm arbitraging for gbtc getting paid off of it moving on to the next coin mm. it's okay. real yes. interesting yes it's real interesting because and i would say watch it don't listen to it because then you'll get to see what they're bringing to the table as far as information to back up their understanding Oh, so, so they have charts and data and stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So was 2021 just a gigantic Ponzi scheme? I hate to say it. They bring the facts. It's looking like it. Man, wow. So what's the takeaway for the people on the block? I hate to say this, but you might have to just become maximalist. <laughs> That's I'm I'm feeling like this, man. I'm getting tight up. I'm getting tight. I'm like, uh, you gotta uh just the Bitcoin. Think about it. Like they were saying they were jumping from as soon as they were saying that they were jumping from one to the other. So soul, mm-hmm. right? Soul's in trouble right now. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh Avalanche took a beating. Um, but that was part of what they were doing. They were basically borrowing people's Bitcoin building up another asset people are trouncing in mm-hmm. taking that money going into mm-hmm. another coin but mm-hmm. inflation took its toll and then the margin calls came in mm-hmm. and so that's when everything started to fall apart all right so uh steve is kind of saying you just got to come on home to big daddy bitcoin um just got to come on home don't run from bitcoin and crypto well, uh just go back to the reason why it was created in the first place. With that, we're going to take a pause for the cause. We'll be right back after these messages. And we are back. So now we're going to jump into the top five stories of the week. And we're starting off with DBS reporting. DBS, first bank in Asia to complete an intraday repurchase transaction on a blockchain-based network. Steve, what in the crypto? 
sounds promising yes sir yes sir yes sir um the uh the deal here is that uh dbs one of the from what i've been reading one of the most renowned and revered banks mm -hmm. in the asian marketplace mm -hmm. um used jp morgan's uh re intraday and i guess intraday is a way that assets are transferred and usually it takes two days in the old way in the old system way mm -hmm. for them to actually um be be settled right they use jp morgan's blockchain technology oh. to settle it in hours versus days okay so it's it's the reason why i made this number five is to kind of show that banks big banks yeah are looking at distributed ledger technology mm -hmm. in ways so um and don't they've be been doing that for if, years yeah don't be surprised if you start to see more and more things mm -hmm. everything from mortgages which we've done a story on on a, on a, a, a mortgage company and a house purchase that was done on blockchain to cars to 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 everything in between mm -hmm. um heavy equipment farming i mean this this technology this this thing we call blockchain um has has a lot of use cases and like i've been saying for a while um that's what i'm excited about mm -hmm. when, when, when what else can we apply this thought process to this technology so um, JP Morgan talks a good game, but as you can see, uh, even JP Morgan, the great JP Morgan, uh, has a hand in, I call it crypto. They might not want to call it crypto, but I call it crypto. Of course, of course. And, uh, this has been going on for years. Um, yep. um, what's that? You hear that? Timer yeah but screen sharing uh, that that <laughs> that was weird i think i had two timers going on at the same time but anyway um uh jp morgan started its own chain years ago and as you know jp morgan is one of the biggest banks in the world it's one of the biggest banks in america a lot of the money around the world doesn't move without JP Morgan. When the right. 2008 financial crisis happened, um, the heads of these banks were called in by the government. Like, what are we gonna do? Because this is where the money moves. This is how the money moves. And the, the people closest to the money, JP Morgan's, the banks of America, the Black Rocks and all that, they benefit the most when the money's printed up. So they huddle together and say, what are we going to do? And if you remember years ago, uh, about 2017, they were talking, um, Bitcoin, no blockchain. Yes. Right. Jamie diamond, AKA Jamie demon was uh, saying this and silently in the shadows while they were shitting on Bitcoin, the very, uh, reason why blockchain is here. Uh, they were building their own blockchain. So they are trying to thwart off what's coming and what's coming and staring them right in their face is um, private, private companies like Ripple, which has a three second finality, not two working days three second finality what what's what's the order of magic magnitude difference in well in this like case is hours yeah hours versus three seconds it usually it's usually two to three working days and i would probably right. say more like seven working days right. to tell you the truth but yeah but i i just i just like to i just like to bring into focus because a lot of people don't talk about this stuff mm -hmm. that yeah, we got the crypto, we got our cryptoverse that we mess with. So people and, mm -hmm. you know, everything else we're into as far as crypto. But in the places in which people transact and do certain things, uh, whether it be for a job or 
uh, personal banking, the technology is starting to proliferate those places, which means that change is, is a coming. Changes are coming. The real world. Um, yeah, that's about all what I got to say on that. You want to put a bow on this one? I just did. We good. just did. It was pretty. My bad. My bad. My yeah, bad. I just, I just put the spin on there. Just put the little bow on it. Changes English are coming. On it. I put the English on it. <laughs> that's right. You sure did. Um, let's put five minutes i got five on it on the next story uh we have an announcement from binance binance releases proof of reserve system oh snap so this is something that other people can use right yes sir so um during the the, the time beginning of the month mm-hmm. or almost at the end of the month at the beginning of the month the ftx saga unfolded um binance and CZ were at the forefront of what the hell? What in the crypto? <laughs> and, and so he 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 posted he posted it. I, I will say this about CZ. He puts his money where his mouth is. He said, and he said this what two weeks ago mm-hmm. that all exchanges should have a proof of reserve system and that Binance was going to lead the way. And this Preach. is what you're looking at. They're starting off with BTC, mm-hmm. but their goal is to bring it to other tokens and networks uh, in the next few weeks so that uh, users of these exchanges can see whether or not who they're messing with is solvent. Now, the question I have is, is who's the who's who who handles the information? Right. Because mm. numbers don't lie. People do. Mm-hmm. Right? How do we, how do we know for a fact? that what you say you have is what you have but uh they're using merkle tree technology i won't get deep into the woods because i just mm-hmm. learned about it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah you know it's some deeper understanding on how right. how how you can go in and write a little uh write a little write a little code mm-hmm. and figure out what binance has on their books that pertains mm-hmm. to you so um technology is is wild that that you can you can do something like that but yeah so binance is putting their, their money where their mouth is i noticed on coin market cap you said that they they own that they have a new page where they talk about the solvency of the different exchanges now so this is a reality now so it, it's it's it makes good sense to see. Yeah. see and this is also why i don't i don't believe that um Binance is going to go the way of other exchanges like FTX because CZ is not SBF. CZ is a very practical, rational dude. He has to be a little crazy to go on a venture like he did. Um, but he's very much like Jack Ma. Like very, He started in humble beginnings and then he had an ambitious dream. But... It, um, He's responsible is probably the word I'm I'm looking for, uh, and and to set up a system like this where to be he wants to be transparent, he wants to know that yes we're in crypto yes it's the wild wild west but we are doing everything in our power to keep it 100 keep it uh, ten toes down standing firm this is who we are this is where we are we're in the light and remember. From one of our earliest podcasts, we were discussing um, transparency and like the, one of the um, it's a core tenant. It's a core tenant, and it's going to be pervasive. It's going to spread for the people on the block. One of the principles of um, this this beautiful thing of blockchain and Bitcoin is that anybody with a phone or internet connection can see the blockchain. It's a public ledger. Now, you might not want everything public for every application is, is for example, for an enterprise like uh, Visa or Apple or something like that, you know, but you have certain actors and certain players and with exclusive uh, permission to see um, your quarterly statements, quarterly earnings, but it won't be quarterly. It'll be granular. It'll be maybe to the minute, perhaps even to the second. Um, when the booking, the the books, you can't cook the books because it's transparent. 
right? And as more people offer these type of things, this is this right here, Steve, is the beginning of it. Watch, because other, now companies, you know, I don't know how far down the line this is, but companies will ask for this and soon demand it because quarterly is not enough. We need to see what's going on because you could be hiding some stuff that, you know, the board and the investors, uh, you know, want to know. You know, you have people like Berkshire Hathaway, they they buy big, big chunks of companies like Coca-Cola. They buy big chunks of Apple. We need to see what's really going on more granularly, right? Not quarterly. We need to see what's going on day by day or week by I week. Think- I think your I think your centralized organizations will continue to be centralized and continue to be opaque. Um, no, they, but what I'm saying is it's not going to be open to the public. It's going to be open to those investors and those people that have interest. They're going to demand a, a clearer view, you. more granular view, a higher definition view of what's going on. Not us because we're outside. Right. And things some things need to be private. But the investors and like, you know, and then, you know, quarterly earnings releases and all that, I think those are going to be done away with. And just my thoughts, man. I think I applaud CZ. I, I think this is great for the industry. It's a good look from one of the leaders in Star Wars in the uh, space. Um, well, what's the takeaway for the people on the block, Steve? That in our industry, because we're young <clears throat> We're fluid. Changes like this happen in weeks, mm-hmm. in days, not in promises and promises broken. So that's why I'll leave it. Boom. Next. <laughs> Next. Reserve ratio, 101%. I'm not sure exactly what that means, but it sounds good. We got one more percent than we uh, need. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Um, let's smack five on it. I got five on the next story. Which IMF blog? Uh oh. Into what IMF? You messing with the IMF? The IMF blog is reporting Africa's growing crypto market needs better regulations. The risks from crypto assets are evident. It's time to regulate, Steve. Man, y'all know how I feel. Everybody knows how I feel about the IMF, man. The IMF are the biggest crooks in 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 these emerging economies mm-hmm. and instead of giving them the ability you use the word hope mm-hmm. you use the word change you mm-hmm. use the, the the greatest gift that you can give a sovereign country is the ability to build and build for their people right here we got the IMF once again sticking their nose in business mm. of sovereign countries because it pro- it poses a real threat mm-hmm. to the business model that is the IMF. Mm. Right? Um, it, it 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 doesn't allow them to control the narrative, and to me, what it shows is that crypto is a viable alternative to what we've always been doing the old system you put it you you already bowled this this story up two Mm. stories ago like this is a perfect example of that like uh uh blockchain technology bitcoin um and those things are very much the hope mm-hmm. of a lot of these countries that are trying to figure out a way to move forward and not be under the thumb of the IMF and and those entities that that put out those loans that that shackle their their country. So this is just showing folks that on one side we got we got growth, on the next side we got control. They're trying to control the narrative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And Africa is emerging as a force uh, worldwide. 
they have the most uh, young, technologically uh, skilled people on the planet competing with India, India and Africa. Um, I think it's going to be their century. Those two, those two uh, continents and countries. Uh, it's, 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 this is all very interesting. This is why we do it, but it's all death rattles to me. It's the death shit. This is what we have to go through the motions. It's like, oh, you shot me. Oh, super melodramatic, right? The drama. Oh, the drama. If you need regulations, oh, crypto, FTX, oh, we still gonna die. We gotta get to the, so, the death. So I'm gonna put a, I'm gonna put a, cause for us here, Mm -hmm. in, in places that have technology and have a way to transact mm -hmm. think about it think about it like this where in a lot of the places where they're talking about they don't have jp the jp morgans and the bank of americas and the black rocks aren't mm -hmm. there people are transacting one to one that is what crypto does mm -hmm. right that's what allows them to do so if we can transact, right? Mm -hmm. We can transact without an intermediary. That means that we can build without that intermediary. We can we can be self-reliant. Facts. We can make the rules. Facts. And that's very threatening to the powers that be. So IMF. Thank you for bringing it back to a serious <laughs> it's the, yeah. but so this block. yeah for imf let these people live if it blows mm. up they're willing to take the chance it ain't for you to make make that decision it's for them right they get to Again. regulate they get to make the rules right we don't like everything that china does but china makes their own rules we don't right. like everything that russia does but russia's making their own rules america and everybody else so let africa live and yeah i'm biased but can be that way it's my show it's our show i can say what i want to say too but let these people do what they do and if it blows up they're willing to take that chance yeah man colonizers calm down <laughs> forever wakanda forever we're gonna keep it moving to the next story of the week i'm gonna put five on it i got uh, Belgium says Bitcoin, Ethereum are not securities reported by Crypto Slate. It goes on to say Belgian authorities said assets with issuers incorporated into instruments could be declared securities under its prospectus regulation. Yeah, another reason to be Bitcoin Maxi, Steve. I think it's I think it's very telling. I think it's very, very telling. Mm -hmm. um, it seems like you've got two two heads of the coin over there in Europe. You got folks that are like, "Yeah, let's do it," mm -hmm. and you got other folks that's like, "Nah, let's put some brakes on this." Mm -hmm. So it's interesting to see how certain parts of Europe are moving differently than other parts of Europe. But I love I love what Belgium is saying here. Bitcoin and Ethereum are not securities. Mm -hmm. They're self-issuing, so they, it don't matter. But what they also said in this, in 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 their writings, is that if there's a payment, if there's a payment um, part to an asset, that those those things could be taxed, which is only fair, right? Right. If, right. You're, if, if you're part of a sovereign nation, so it, it's it's good to see these differences of opinion mm -hmm. what it shows me anyway what it shows me is that people uh all across the world are looking at this thing you like i said you bowed this whole show up mm -hmm. this thing called hope right this thing called hope is the system we're working with now obviously it's showing us that it it's it's not not moving the way we we would like it to move right what's the alternative i think we're seeing what some countries uh, we just talked about africa now we're talking about belgium mm -hmm. and we're, we're talking about what did we say earlier if you can only buy two yeah what would they be one and two bitcoin ethereum that's it don't make it complicated right i kind of so um 
I kind of said it was a, a reason to be a maxi because it was saying it incorporated into instruments could be declared securities under its prospective regulation. That's like a dubious kind of like ethereal. It's not really hammered down. So it's like, oh, almost anything could be called a, a, a security then, right? It right. starts off with a great bold headline and then the subline was kind of iffy. Uh, right. which was would be like well you can't say bitcoin's a security at all in any way shape or form even with the how we test right. um so that's it's the purest of assets it's the strongest of assets it's the apex predator there's nothing in the fundamentals if this was a company there's nothing in the the evaluation that has changed all of the key key performing indicators have increased the hash rate has increased the security has increased the network effect has increased the uh, uh, adoption has increased the uh, interest from uh, corporate America has increased everything has gotten better except the sentiment because of things like FTX and you know don't don't throw the baby out with the bathwater um, guys again I, I, I gotta recommend please uh, watch this link um, of Jeff Booth, the author of Price of Tomorrow. It's a uh, long. It's it's a, it's it's about an hour long, but it's well worth the listen, especially if you're interested in knowing why Bitcoin. Why, like, just you know, not into the woods, but real life. Why Bitcoin? And he'll he'll speak volumes to you. Why? Um, you want to put a nice little bow on this one? You did, bro. <laughs> All right. You did. You, you okay. Put the bow on the whole show already. Just, I, I, <laughs> you, you keep on putting the same bow. That bow fitting on all the shows. It's, fit, it, it's so fitting. And like, you know, I, I spun out into the um, altcoin world and all that stuff, man. But I'm pulling in my anchors and, and um, bringing things closer to home, man. And the only only one i could safely say belongs in the house with with bitcoin is the queen ethereum and then you know if there's only could be one if it, there's only one and it's bitcoin but look at this uh on a side note transition look at look who's the advertiser nexo the right place to buy earn and exchange uh that might be dubious they're just like uh they could be operating just like uh block block fi was in uh cohorts but well they're, they're all part of this system and everybody that's um not against leverage, but everybody man. that leverage, leverage what, what, right that, we what we didn't what we didn't keep out of the system as a as a unit is right. leverage right right mm. leverage mm. right yeah so I, I get arbitrage i get it but if you're borrowing and collecting the arbitrage but you're not you're not being fiscally um responsible kind of, yeah you're gonna get that but right next up baby let's get to the next next up i believe that's me got five minutes on the mic we have at the number one story the defiant is reporting uniswap rouse up users with a plan to share wallet addresses what yeah man so so let's let's back up a little bit because this this Ooh, I believe, this I believe has something to do with MetaMask. MetaMask had a similar has a similar story that they released uh, policy changes. So uh, consensus, which you mm. know how I feel about consensus mm -hmm. and Infura. Um, I don't know. I need to spend some time on that because I'm uh, I think they're trying to do the right thing, but it just it's just not coming out right. But We'll focus on Uniswap right now because Uniswap is decentralized. It's the biggest decentralized exchange uh, marketplace mm -hmm. in the universe. Mm -hmm. So if it's decentralized mm -hmm. and the people, because I own I own Uniswap tokens, um, full disclosure, if the people who own the token own own the own the network. Mm. How come we didn't get to vote on this policy change? Mm. So are we really? Did we not? Was it not able to vote or uh, what? You know, did they not put a vote up? No, 
That's why everybody's pissed off. Oh, wow. So my thing is, is if it, and I think, I think what Uniswap is doing is they're, they're setting the tone, meaning they know regulation is coming. So rather than that, rather than the wait, let's just go ahead and be, let's be proactive. Let's go ahead and say that if we get asked about a certain wallet or certain address, then we're going to give that information. To the authorities, to the police, yep. to, to yep. okay, but we're not okay. Mm. And yeah, so this is like that. This is I mean, this is problematic because it's a it's a core tenet of a core tenet of what we do is trustlessness. We don't right. need to. We don't. What are we doing? <laughs> we're trying to fit the old world into the new world when it it's right. like. Because it's hard to imagine, and another thing Jeff said, it's hard to imagine this new world where we could barely understand what just happened with Bitcoin. We can't even imagine this new world that's not based on debt and not based on centralized power. It because there's no precedent. So we can't, you know, we can't even say call it. So, you know, people and rightfully so, I think people try to say, well, this looks like, well, this new thing could 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 be like this old thing. And, you know, to make people adopt and, and, and get with this new thing. Right. But you're not even doing a new thing, right? You think you got the new thing up. And maybe it's a transitional period. It's a transition to say, oh, now we're missing, just like you said, right? We're missing these core tenets of, you know, uh, trustlessness and decentralization and, right. you know, uh, so a, a sense of privacy, which uh, Bitcoin itself is lacking. So we, it, to the people in the block, you kind of got to walk down these stairs. You kind of got to get the first step. What is Bitcoin? And then you, what, why is Bitcoin? I was just listening to a movie yesterday. And he said, what, how are you doing this? And and the character said, the why is always more important than the how. Right. <laughs> uh, nice. I don't, I'm not sure how much true that is, but I think it's true in uh, most instances. What we doing here, yeah. Right? Yeah. In, in most instances, the why holds a lot of value over how and if you think about that, superhuman feats have been created because people have the right why. How did we defeat the Nazis in, in World War II when we were not supposed to be able to and all this and things like that? Like when the why is nailed in, oh, why is Ukraine still fighting against Russia? How, could, how are they not smashed to, to smithereens? Well, uh, they got a lot of help from the United States. <laughs> But why? <laughs> why did they get help from the United States? But my point was they, they had a cause. And there's a lot of Russians that are um, abandoning fighting for Russia. And there, there are a lot of Russians in Georgia and, and Turkey right now flooding in because they don't want to fight this useless, senseless war. They're why, they don't have a why to be there. I know a person right now, he's running from um, being drafted in this mindless uh, war because he has no why. But the Ukrainians, they have a very strong, defined, clear, powerful why to defend their homeland and their rights and their freedoms. So you got to start with why. Uh, there's a book called Start With Why. <laughs> That's a very good book, actually. Um, I forgot where we were, but we're on the number one story today. And why? Uniswap is uh, willing to release these, this information. I guess they, they want to be compliant, right? You can't really, def you can't really fault them. Uh, I'm not and I'm going to let you put a bow on it. But, um, <clears throat> but the, the nugget in here is that they're a fucking entity. They're a company, right? There's a no, no, there's a no, no, no. Uniswap, Uniswap is decentralized. They're, they're decentralized, no but 
supposedly if they're uncompliant we fear of being shut down right these right, are actually here nobody's is, in bitcoin talking about let's be compliant right my whole thing is is my, my thing with this is is it's just a marketplace so we already know chain analysis chain chain analysis is already watching everybody's wallets let's just keep it a buck right so let them earn their keep if you if i'm the bandito come get me you don't have you, you want cheat codes to get to me uniswap doesn't have to abide because there's no laws on the book so what are you doing Mm -hmm. Until they tell you got to do it, what do you mean they got to shut you down? We can make another Uniswap. It's cold. There's a there's a reason why why Binance has its own its own Uniswap because it's cold. Mm. Let's stop it. Let's stop with the let's stop with the the, the we want to be we want to be compliant. No mm. one asks you to be compliant. Not with our information. Mm. Not not with a core tenant that we deal with every day, which is mm -hmm. trustless. Mm -hmm. I want to send my brother mm -hmm. three Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. It ain't nobody's business but ours. Then is that's maybe that's where that uh, what one of these um coins that you like secret. Maybe that's where that comes in when these transactions. Uh, right, but my point is my point is we're on a, a public blockchain. Both you and I, mm -hmm. we understand the risk, we understand the reward, but we're not doing anything wrong. We're just transacting. Or let's say you want to trade some of your Bitcoin for some of my Ethereum. We're just staying with the king and the queen. Mm -hmm. How do we do that? That's where the Uniswap comes in. You get what I'm saying? So well, now, but it's a, it's a, it's a faulty, it's a faulty tool already. It started right. off faulty. Right. But that's my point. My point is you can't claim that you're decentralized. You keep coming back to the same thing I've been asking all 2023, 22. What are we talking about? If we ain't decentralized, what are we really talking about? What are we really talking about here? And I'm gonna leave it there. All right. I'm gonna lay I'm gonna leave it there too. And um that'll do it, guys, for us. You see what I put up there right there. Uniswap is simultaneously the most decentralized DeFi application and also the most centralized and corrupting corporation when it comes to crypto lobbying wow that's uh chris ballack from make a dow and um that's a strong statement right there but uh that'll do it for us this week i'm crypto khalif that's steve we're the crypto brothers this has been on the block podcast if you got any value from this please hit like and subscribe don't forget to check us out on twitter and our newsletter on the block podcast we're on Spotify, everywhere that has streaming podcasts. We're on all of that. Check out Overcast. Where, where, where else? Where else are we? Anchor? Everywhere, man. Anchor, everywhere. We're all over the interwebs, man. Check us out. Thanks for rocking with us. We'll see you on the next one. Steve, you got anything to say to the people? Be safe. Be safe. Crypto Brothers, out. Peace. like that beat all right my brother <laughs>